The Mixed Bag on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is the maestro, Will Simmons. And he's Frenchie's bunkmate, Spencer Kitley. And this is the Mixed Bag Podcast on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy, the numeral for reality.com. That's where we play all of our fantasy games for our favorite reality television shows, including Big Brother right now. And, Will, this week we're talking Big Brother, Below Deck, Real Housewives of both Beverly Hills and of New York. I don't know if you have any other things stashed down underneath the mattress that you want to talk about, but we we always can. Um, maybe it's love after lockup or something uh, excellent that's enticing us as well. But how you doing? What's the good word? Yeah, man. Uh, Big Brother is finally ramping up after week one, uh, so that's been good. But below deck, uh, this ep- last episode was pretty ho hum, but. What I hear, it's about to get spicy and dicey next week. Yeah, I was so. not super captivated by Below Deck this week, although Roy Orbison Jr. was quite hangry. Um, impressive. Del- deliciously drunk. <laughs> he, w- he was in rare form. Um, I don't know if I've ever been in that form. Yeah. I, the fact that he was ordering a beer, champagne, uh, then also wanted a shot of Fernet. It's yeah, like, what the, the fuck, man? Yeah. It's and like, then slam that slammed a beer. Like, I'm really not, oh, I can have whatever I want. Yeah. I thought he was going to jump off the boat when they were at dock and land on something. That he still might. Still might. We haven't get that far. We <laughs> finished true. the docking. Um, true. It was, we've been getting a lot of to be continues across the board on Bravo. Yeah, there was a thing on Watch What Happens Live this week about like if they're doing it too much, and uh, definitely a lot of people agree that's. It, some people agree that it's it makes sense, and other times people are just like, no, it's too much. It's like just either in the episode or just just or just. Yeah, I think it. New York has done it like three episodes in a row. Yeah, uh, Housewives are famous for extending these things. No, yeah. you wouldn't tell me that that's not completely real, would you? What? What? That what? would be appalling yep um i also have my mtv shows that uh, i'm enjoying admittedly falling behind on them because i've been doing the people's work and catching up on my bravo but uh the hills new beginnings it's quite the fun watch because spencer pratt led you to believe he was a bit reformed and then he's revealed himself to be a complete nutcase (laughs) (laughs) uh brody jenner's the man and he always has been, and he still is. Uh, perhaps he and Audrina will ride off into the sunset together, but you never know. Uh, that's enough about that because I know you don't watch it. Um, let's let's get into this. But before we do, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online? Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at After Reality Pod, like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast, subscribe or download them Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher, and check out our website at AfterRealityPodcast.com. All right, big brother. We are in the middle of week two, and it, it always astounds me how many days go by in that first week. Like the first week is like eight days before they send someone home. Yeah, and then it 
it goes pretty, up. pretty pretty rapid fairly fairly quickly and we came into to this week and i was like well wait like i'm, I'm so far removed from the show like um i'm I, a year removed i was like do we just have nominations this week and but then lo and behold wild card comp yep which which at least presented presented something uh but before we talk about that uh travis went home last week he was a replacement nominee nominee kylan was pulled down he was up against Alyssa. it was it wasn't unanimous but it was fairly convincing the way the vote went down i think i feel like it was 10 to 2 or something of yeah like two. that 11 to 2 yep um two burn votes and if you are um tiffany who was one of those burn votes as a favor to frenchie you gotta know he's gonna burn you to the ground this week well i but in her thinking if she can get ahead of this is like i did this for him because this is how fucked up he is, right? Like, this is how bad it is with him. Like, he's trying to get me to flip it just so he can turn it on me, right? So she can just own it. She can get in front of it. She was like, yeah, I was. I just want to make sure I didn't go up. You know, I, she could do whatever she wants with it because now it's her word against his at this point. So yeah. I, I thought it was weird, too. Also, like, no one owes that guy anything. Like, nothing. Not in the first week, you don't owe anybody shit. Have you talked to, talked to many people about about? the season of big brother. Yeah. Yeah. He, like prevailing thought across most people I've talked to is like, I was, Oh, I was all in and I knew, I knew I was going to like Frankie <laughs> and then I, and then they're like, wow, nope. what nope. an about face for him. I watched over the weekend. I watched some of the live feeds and it's actually on Sunday. Um, and I watched some of the live feeds leading up to the nomination or the, yeah, it's a nomination. That's and, the uh, safest time to watch live feed. So you don't get the, Continuity. yeah the the and, and i'm okay if i would like would have heard something i've been like ooh, what does that mean because you're never gonna get the full you know like it's whatever they're not gonna give you the full rundown of everything mostly because just like half conversations but yeah, well you you, is, you could very easily get oh so and so has the veto yeah no I, and i and i actually thought derek x had already won the veto for or the wild card for some reason i'm watching it i was like wait he keeps talking the way he was talking it made it sound like uh, he might have already won the wild card, which I was like, all right, that's fine. But um realized that's not what's happening. He was talking about, in theory, if he won it, what would happen. But anyway, they're talking about it, but they kept saying how, like, yeah, we didn't get any sleep last night. Like, and Frenchie was up to, like, four, and that's the latest I stayed up, and, like, blah, blah, blah. I was just, like, just kept dropping these things. I'm just like, what the fuck did he do? And sure like, enough, he was just... Were they playing some long comp overnight? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it could have been anything, but it made more and more I listened to it, it made it sound like Frenchie was just stalking the house, basically, which is what we find out in ep- the, this last episode. Was he was just basically just nonstop paranoia since he got since he's not HOH anymore. We weren't told anything about have nots this week, were we? No, they because like, we've talked about this. They do that less and less every season. Like it's not a big thing anymore. Yeah, but it it's happening. Yeah, it's they always just, happening. They, they just, just don't talk about they it. They just don't tell us. I'm sure it happens more on the live feeds. There yeah, might, yeah, there might even be comps for it. Oh, uh, maybe there used to be food comps. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Anyway, Watch Life is pretty interesting. There was a lot of, I mean, like the special on Sunday leading up to that. Um, well, and that's when Julie the- was saying, like, "Hey, before we came, oh, no, that was on Thursday. Sorry, when she was like, yeah. yeah, before we came on the air, we saw, um, 
Travis. Travis trying to burn Frenchie Frenchie yep. uh whole like game yep. down. Which we didn't really see much of. They only gave us the one conversation he, he was kind of talking to Kylan about, just like, hey man, like he's probably gonna come for you, kind of thing, or watch your back. But I do like the as soon as this was over, everybody's like got their eye on Frenchie, just like and he knows it, and he knows it, but like doesn't make his situation any better. I mean, like he could literally just make trouble in the house just by being paranoid and crazy the whole time. So yeah. Um so the we had the wild card comp this week and Sarah Beth won that, right? Yep, correct. But was faced with I, I can't even picture what the competition was. Yeah, I'm starting a blank here as well. Oh, it was the uh paint. They had to remember like the different colors uh of they gave them like different um things to look at. They had to remember remember yeah, it and they had to like get shot with yeah, paint. they got shot with paint. Which is weird you get shot with paint if you get it right versus yeah. not get it right. I'm like, shouldn't this be That's flipped? Counter to what we usually see on the show. Yeah. But it seemed like fun. Um but yeah, she she knocked out three pretty pretty quickly there. And but the caveat was you win and to be safe, you need to switch teams. Which yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. No one knows how long the teams are going to last. No one knows anything. But I guess it's to a certain extent after 10 days or so, you have a bond with your, quote, teammates. Yep. Uh, but there's also, I I don't know that the massive alliance, the the slaughterhouse, actually exist i don't know yeah and then frenchy like let's we didn't talk about that trying to make the all all girls alliance like charlie's angels type alliance with with those girls it's so stupid meanwhile he's got the slaughterhouse and he was trying to make that and meanwhile there's the the how oh, the cookout that has members of both of those alliances i'm like you this is just not you you see this Somewhat often on the show, someone just comes in, plays way too hard, and like this might be the the prime example of play, like just the worst playing too hard. <laughs> uh, yep, absolutely. And and um, he's on the block, nominated by Kylan. I I like the competition that Kylan won. Yeah, the, it was kind of like putt putt, but kind of yeah. like shuffleboard. Yeah, and he had one of the harder like uh, spots to be in to win, so it was good to see um it's also nice you know, like that's a competition like that is much more attuned to anybody's skill right like no one has to it's to, all about your position and how you approach it so it's like very much yeah. even a little even bit matched. of hand-eye coordination <laughs> sure 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 yeah but like it's evenly matched compared to like some of the ones that are like oh you gotta be more physical to win this yeah, so hang, hang on this thing for yeah five hours, hours while we yeah. shoot crap at you um yeah, uh, I like Kylan as well. He seems like a good dude. Um, so I mean, just, I, I also like, I also like the fact that he put up Brittany. Um, even though I don't have anything against Brittany, don't really care at this she's, point. She's but, boring. But because she's willing to defend Frenchie to the death, that means that she's not going to help Kylan out. And it's like that's Is that's she an early to defend him. She did. She was. She basically told Kylan she was like, she's like, well, I need to stand up for my team. So whoever's on my team, I don't want to be nominated. So Kylan was like, yep, we're good. Okay, we'll put two people <laughs> up from your team then. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like, plus, you start breaking up teams, that's probably a good thing for you. If you can break up someone else's team before your team. So like, yeah, fuck it. We're going to take this team down um, as soon as we can. Yeah. Um, 
Plus, so, most likely, no one's going to vote for Britney if it comes down to Frenchie and Britney in the, the in the veto. So, win win. Yeah, I so, uh, for the sake of this show, I really hope Frenchie stays. Uh, right, there's always some like you know the, the, better competition like, in there. The show will will take a step down when Frenchie leaves. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, always somebody always steps up, but there was always that lull for the week or so of just like, oh, <laughs> now <Yeah>. what? <laughs> but. We, I hope Frenchie finds a way to stay. Um, it, it'll have to be him winning the veto, but which yeah. he's already won a couple comps, so it's yes. not, not a, out of the question. Yeah, yeah. He did so, okay in the in the thing that he lost to Sarah Bath. Yeah. So the whole point, like everyone liked him ahead of time, right? At the beginning, like, oh, I'm gonna pull for this guy, and then they slowly haven't. But he also has a like corrected his course by all the crap he just pulled so like the week before he should be like hey guys kind of freaked out first week taking a step back this week and turns out he's just kind of doubling down on that stuff and still like making veiled threats and kind of trying to do this intimidation like i'm gonna win this thing don't worry i'm gonna win this and it's like cool bro you're not taking taking a step back well all right you're just gonna keep yourself on the, the block from here on out then all right <laughs> yeah. uh it I still don't have anybody that's my my quote rooting interest. Uh, I I kind of like Brent. I I don't know why. Um, I, I agreed. Uh, he actually the first week I'm like, man, you're signing with Frenchie, like. But now I'm like, no, I think you're. And he actually he realizes how much he screwed up by signing with Frenchie. So, cool for that. Some of these people were just not seeing. I mean, not not much Claire. Um, not much Hannah. No. Whitney is like invisible, not on the show at all. Xavier is not really on the show. Uh, so I mean, it's still early. Aza not not super involved. So hopefully these people will become more involved a, a, as we go. Any other thoughts on Big Brother and as it as the season rolls on? Always wish there was more. Well, live feeds, there is more. <laughs> um. Check out Fantasy for Reality uh, for, for Big Brother, though. Uh, Fantasy4reality.com. Uh, Will and I are playing over there. Much lower scoring game than, uh, than we have on, on The Bachelor or The Challenge franchise or even on Survivor. Uh, close game. Will is in the lead, 64-59 to 59 for the season. He has lost Travis from his squad, but the leading point getter to the season to date. Kyle. Nice. Kylan, uh, nice with with the head of household this week. So, uh, nice. Train nice, rolling. Nice, nice, BB twenty nice. three and me. I would still really like your team name. Yeah, <laughs> try to try to get a go in the season. Yeah. Um, so before we get into blow deck, I just want to say that I've had several friends now start watching a episode ahead. Now that um, Bravo is allowing on us. Uh, Peacock, you can watch on Peacock. Um. Basically, if you just have a the only a, streaming thing I don't have is because I actually have it, but I think it's if as long as you have a TV account to watch Bravo on, you can can you can watch through you can oh, just watch okay. it. So, um, I haven't watched it, but I have three friends for separate friend groups that are all have all watched ahead of it, and they were like, "Did y'all watch how crazy this week's episode was?" I'm like, "It wasn't this week." They were like, "Yeah, it was." I'm like, "No, you watched ahead." They're like, "Oh." I guess so. Next week's great. I'm like, great, great. You should watch ahead. I'm like, I'm not watching ahead. I need to watch something on Monday next week. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, I get it. I get it. You can do this. I know. I see that. But I'm like, I kind of want it to be week to week at this point. Yeah. Mondays are slow. Mondays are, you know, there's no Monday Night Football. Playoffs are all over. Things like that. So you got the Bachelorette. Like I said, Mondays are slow. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they'll pick up uh, next week uh, with both of these shows. I, I'm wondering if I would love it if the, the chef meltdown happens as soon as next week. You didn't see the preview? Well, I did, but I don't know if it's next week. I think it is. Loses week. his mind, packs up his stuff. I, I think and... it's next week. What sucks is I watched. I watched the Watcher Happens Live after this episode with Matt and uh, Lloyd, which it was actually really entertaining. They're both really entertaining, but Matt actually Who's comes off Lloyd? a lot. Oh, is that the guy with the mustache? Yeah, Lloyd. He's oh, the, sorry, he's I, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't know his name. <laughs> yeah, um, but they were really funny. Lloyd's actually very, very funny, but. Matt actually comes off like, man, like totally you can tell like he is so nervous on camera and just kind of like anxious and stuff like that does not come off great. Uh, but like actually in his interview, like he gave some very sound answers to things that Andy asked him like about his knee. Like, was it really your knee or was it anxiety? And he goes, honestly, my anxiety level was so high from this all starting in the pressure of everything that my knee issue. I didn't know. I probably made my knee worse in my head because I was so anxious about everything else. He's like, Definitely a combination of both, and I was like, like I hey. hurt my knee, but I freaked out because yeah, I thought it like, was hurt worse. Yeah, he thought it was hurt worse. Plus, he's like, can't like plus you know cameras and new crew. I mean, like it's a lot of fucking well, pressure. So. Also, we found out like he's not really a chef; he's a cook. Well, he's not properly trained, but he's a chef. Mm-hmm. He's not classically trained, is what the whole point okay. was. Yeah, okay. he's not a he has he didn't go to uh you know like culinary school. Got it. Um, yeah. Which you can do. I mean, there's plenty of people that you can come up in the ranks. It's tough, but you can do it. All right. The we the this, this episode centered around kind of like a couple of plot points. One of them was coming off of uh, Mizzy's birthday. These people are like out of this world hammered when they come back to that boat. Yeah. Um, and Mizzy had a great birthday. He's making out with Courtney. Um, Malia is like, she's, uh, David says something. She's like, oh, you like her or whatever? And I was like, no, he likes you, Malia. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm curious to see where that relationship goes between it, if it goes anywhere, the, right. the David and Malia thing, because he that's likes an interesting her. wrinkle. He likes her a lot on Watchers Happens Live, which I've watched, obviously. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, he bring he and uh, and Z were on an episode together, which was really funny, and um, they he just couldn't stop like just gawking and talking about her. So maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something there. Lexi, worst stew ever on the below <laughs> deck. Um, she she might she might end up being right now. She's still not as bad as others we've had in the past. She's just a mean person, though. Yeah, she's cruel. Like we've had bad stews. She's yeah. just mean. It, it, but you know, the, up and the yin and yang of this is like she's good at her job. So like, it kind of like, ugh. and it's hard to replace people because it's COVID. It's like, damn, <laughs> how are we going to put up with this? So I don't know. We might have to put up for very long. We'll see. Yeah, I'm trying to. He had a big fire in the kitchen this week, right? Yeah, he like I guess he left some oil, like it was just not covered and just like it was got too hot. 
like he thought he, I think he said he turned thought he turned it off and turned he turned it up. So it was like that last, you know, when you turn a gas burner yeah. <laughs> off, it, it's it's on hot or it's off. And yeah, he left it on hot. So whoopsie. Yeah. Um, glad that didn't get out of hand. Let's talk about Roy Orbison Jr., who <laughs> is a repeat charter guest. Yeah. On Blood Deck Med. The stuff he was doing was bonkers. <laughs> You've been tickled by it. Was they, last time you tickled by a grown man? Tickled by a grown man. Was the last yeah. time you got tickled by a grown man? Yeah, I don't remember him being that out of control before. And also, it, like, it wasn't. Also, like, you've been on the show before. You know what this is about. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, also, like, last time he was on wasn't during COVID. So, like, maybe he's like, "Let's go." <laughs> but I can't have a party unless you're not unless you're drinking. I was like, "Oh, go for it, dude." Was really worried he was going to jump off onto the dock by accident. Yeah. Which, to your point earlier, he still might. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're only a little bit into this charter with these guys. Like, there's at least a whole another episode with this charter, if not yeah. if not an episode and a half. Yep. And if we can compile that with Matt flipping his lid, buckle up. It's gonna be some good stuff. Uh, I keep talking about Matt, and I just keep picturing food, and I'm kind of hungry right now at nine <laughs> twenty at night on a Thursday night. Uh, I ate dinner. Um, perhaps I should have had some dessert. I don't know. I'm still on the, I'm still brought it up last week. Still chasing that chocolate mousse. Well, uh, mm. I bought all the ingredients though. So mm. maybe I'll make some just in case heavy cream, just in case. <laughs> um, anyhow, I, I'm enjoying this. I like the crew. I, I, I like Katie as the chiefs do. Um, quite a bit i'm wanting to know the deckhands a little better so i'm hoping we get a little more of those three guys and and some more plot lines there but uh i i like the way this thing's developing just was four episodes in yeah no it's entertaining i think the deck crew somebody was saying like this is maybe some of the like most juvenile of the deck crew, like as far as like their sense of humor and just kind of how they're acting and stuff like that. But they're also some of the most easy to like people and like they work pretty well together from being kind of green. So um, now I think it's a great, it's a great mixture for TV, right? You got a little bit of everything here. Yeah. Let's, let's shift gears. If, if you're up for it to real housewives of Beverly Hills, which is something we haven't talked about on the podcast in years. Because the sh- franchise has been really down, yeah, and it's it's bounced back pretty nicely. We are eight nine episodes uh, into into the season, and this most recent one, which I think was also a uh, what we talked about earlier, a, a to be continued. A lot of drama going on between Sutton and Crystal at. Uh, this this party i can't whose house are they at uh starting off they're at uh, lisa's house right now where where that party is that yeah okay because uh harry had been been cooking for them right yeah yeah uh i think lisa and harry kind of resemble each other oh they do 
it's quite very, weird. Very I, I noticed it very specifically this week. I was like, you guys kind of look like each other. Yep. Uh, I want Scott Disick to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. Please, please bring the Lord on. Wh- whose side are you on, though, in this Sutton Crystal Battle Royale? Um, Kathy Hilton's. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, honestly, I'd probably take Crystal at this point because I think Sutton is still just blowing this out of, out of... Sutton's taking things so personally now that it's like going... It's taking it too, way too far. Where Crystal's like, I'm done talking about this. I'm actually done talking about this. And Sutton just keeps finding a way to kind of like find another angle into it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think Sutton has a rough exterior, but is actually pretty sensitive. And that's, oh, very. that's what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Did, it's it's not a wonder Paris Hilton turned out the way she did. <laughs> Speaking of Kathy Hill. <laughs> like, I can't tell when she's playing a role and when she's being serious about just being dumb. By all accounts, this is who she is. There is no glossing over anything. She just is who she is. She's not an actor like her no. two sisters. Yeah. She's just Kathy. So, I dig it. It's great. It's, makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, she she is fun. I like. I don't hate Dorit this season. I actually said that last season. I feel like. Do you know why? Why I don't hate her? Yeah. Um. No, enlighten me. Because she's not much on. She's not doing much on the show. (laughs) She's actually because of Sutton and Crystal, because of Erica Jane, because of all this other stuff. Kathy, there's less and less of Dorit, which makes her a lot more likable exactly because she's not like in your it's not dorit dorit because dorit is all about dorit there's not much else do you remember last season like uh, we have some new people here now but last season i remember you and i don't know if i remember it was on the pod or if it was just in conversation but we were like dorit's almost the most normal one now (laughs) which is saying a lot yeah we're only getting bits of her we're not getting full like episodes of her which is nice because i could care less yeah I established this week that her and Reza Farhan on Shaw's, now they're my favorites, must have the same stylist. <laughs> yeah. That stylist is, does it say the name of the brand yeah. all over the outfit? Okay, cool. Wear that is one. It, is it Louis Vuitton or Fendi? Great. Yes. And Great. Wait, how many times does it say Chanel on it? Okay. Or Dolce & Gabbana. Yes. Now, Sutton's the one that likes Dolce & Gabbana. Like, she brought over the the Dolce and Gabbana book, right? This right. week, right, right, right. Yeah, the I don't. I, we can't gloss over the last twenty minutes of this episode. The Erica Jane visit to Kyle's house, or vice versa. Uh, no, no, it was been, a, it was in a park or something like that. Okay, it was somewhere public. wherever it was. Yeah, Actually, I think it was in Erica's backyard at her new place. No. No, no. But it's, it's somewhere open because like Erica shows up to the place okay. and like crying already. Like, that was not your average Real Housewives conversation. No, I mean, people have been asking for years now for for her to actually be herself on the show. And I feel like we're getting more of that now. But I still feel like there's this, there's a reason why she's being implicated in all this stuff. She's yeah. totally so my wife jenna she's listening to some podcast right now that apparently like really delves into like all the the minutiae of this 
and what her role was and uh, she hasn't finished it yet but what she said is just like it's they make it sound like that there's like no way she didn't know what was going on correct and i, I didn't mean, really know what was going on until it was mentioned in this episode that oh well she's her husband was um winning cl- class action lawsuits against airlines and then quote reinvesting the money for the the families of the deceased yep. but never actually doing it so just a giant ponzi scheme totally yep which sounds like a real peach yep i i, I guess there's a scenario where you're like oh well he got a, a handsome payment out of the settlement but I mean, he does he gets paid i mean he's shit yeah, and he, money. then he's just taking a bunch more on top yeah oh he's he gets, he's supposed to go back to the families and he's getting he's collecting almost all of it um yeah to think that she has no idea this is happening like none how does he how are you affording to have an entire glam squad and a whole extra house in different parts of town and like you're not exactly just gonna be like oh blind eye never heard anything don't talk to you about work don't understand what's going on like she comes off as much more of a i'm in the know and i and i'm always aware what's going on like she's very competent in these things and all of a sudden, she's like, "Tom's Tom was lying to me. Like he any, basically any manipulated Tom, me. Yeah, any chance Tom is like, no, you don't need. You just spend whatever you want. You don't need access to the bank accounts. Yep. You don't need to know what I'm doing. Don't ask me. Don't, we don't talk about like this. Uh, she's not that kind of that kind of person at all. Like she's very much like I want to know. I want to have a hand in things. I Although be- it largely feels like she was put in the corner uh, quite a bit in this relationship. So I." I don't know how far that stretches if that's just, but here's the thing. If she was put in that corner the whole time, and this is what I've heard from a ton of like Bravo podcast people is that why do we only have one clip of Tom telling her? And they've shown it like a couple times of Tom basically saying, Erica, be quiet and continues talking when it's like, if he's treating her like shit the whole time and like really being this like monster of a person kind of thing that she's trying to like slowly bring up about, it's like, this is the first it, time we're going to hear about it. it? Is the prevailing thought that she filed for a divorce to try to separate herself from the situation? The 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 real the big rumor is that she was told to file the divorce that way they could uh, save so assets. They couldn't seize her assets. Right. But but from what I've been hearing like her assets are eligible to be seized. Now they are. Now it's not because because it sounds like she, if she's implicit in this, then it becomes seizable. So complicit, complicit. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, complicit. <laughs> Thank you. So anyway, so I, it sounds like there's a really. I mean, like it's a, it's not a small thing that's happened here. Like he stole millions of dollars for a while, and she got to go and live out her rock star dreams because of it. So could whoops. be our next Joe and Teresa. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, very much could. I'm so. sure they're not actually divorced yet. I mean, she supposedly filed for it. I mean, like, honestly, well, she probably went to the whole room. It's probably filed. I like, no, no, no. They, they probably go through all I the think, work. I think people in California like take like years to get. The yeah. Rules. They've probably gone through all the processes of it just to kind of keep this face up. But yeah, I don't know. It's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. And like, I've never super disliked her, but I've never loved her just because she's too cold. And now it's like, I don't know if I believe you now because I've never, be- I never really bought into your shit to start off with. So I've never. I've never really cared for. Her. Um, yeah. I was always Kyle and LVP were sure. were my people. Oh, Yolanda Foster was my favorite, but <laughs> been a few years since Yolanda was on the show. But that that Yolanda was my girl. Yeah, 
but we'll see. Uh, I suppose there's a lot more to come out of this for this in the season. Like we're actually going to hear more about it. So see it all play out, and we'll see lots of uh, confessionals where she says, "I can't talk about that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and crocodile tears. Yeah. Uh, she got that that new non-waterproof mascara, <laughs> which she's getting a lot of flack for. That it's convenient that she has that, but I don't know that we've ever really seen her cry that much. Anything else on Beverly Hills before we go to the other coast? No. Roni, where we are experiencing the worst season ever of the show? Pretty bad. There I just there was a the last two episodes span this like physical altercation between Bershawn and Sonia, which was interesting, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, is it anything we haven't seen before with Sonia being drunk as shit and just like going off the deep end? No. Uh, although I felt like we were we had fun drunk Sonia going on there. And then, and then Homegirl started being ugly to her and, and we watched yep. fun drunk even someone commented like, Oh, like she's she's drunk, but at least she's like fun Sonia tonight and not yeah. angry Sonia. Yeah, Bershawn actually had a quote in this last episode where she said, she's like, I acted like I've known you Garros for 30 years and I've known you for like a week. So that, yeah, that's you how that works. You go in and you, you need to know your place in the group. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, I get it. You get comfortable. I've definitely gotten gone, you know, weekends with some buddies and some people I do and don't know. And you have that moment where it's like, ah, I don't know you well enough, but here we go. <laughs> yeah. or, or like, I've I've been guilty of this. You like you you get in a group and like they start ribbing ribbing someone in the group that you don't really know that well. But then you like, well, everybody you else is doing it. I'm yeah, just gonna do yeah. it too. And I'm like, now I'm just a jerk. Yeah, um, definitely yeah. done that. Yeah, I've dude, I've million times probably. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, all in good fun, all in good fun. All in, like all yeah, in good fun. I don't but really you, don't, you. you don't know me, so you don't get to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. But uh, I don't. Bershawn is supposed to. I think was supposed to be brought in to kind of help be this other other voice in the group to kind of stir things up a little bit. But now it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. These girls aren't the same. Like, there's too much sobriety and heaviness to this season. What times where it's like, it just isn't fun. Like they're not happy. They're very much. I mean, Sonya's not in a good place. You got two of them that have lost grandmothers in the last week or two of the show. Yeah. It's like, this is a weird time to be doing this. And Ramona is just Ramona. And it's like, that's not going to carry the show or, nor is it fun. Cause she's not great. <laughs> Although I, I came to the conclusion this week. I said it out loud afterwards. I said, this show cannot, cannot not have Ramona. Like, not at this point. It's no. crucial to the existence of the show. Not yeah, like if they lost her with the group they have now, there's yeah, it'll be real tough because you'd have to find somebody that could fit that role. But fits that, with the, that, that's a massive personality that is a lightning rod as well. That can be awful, but like super loving, all all in the same person. Yeah, I mean honestly, like this you, you saw it this week when Ebony like announces that her grandmother died. Yeah, and then like, and she even said it. She's like, she's like. Ramona's got her problems, but like when she needs to be there for you, she's there. And like, she's yeah. like, and 
Yep. So what the season, it, the season really needs is Dorinda and Tinsley back because then we have some real action. Yeah, well, Tinsley, <laughs> Tinsley doesn't need to be in Chicago anymore. I feel like she, yeah. she could show up. The chance. Yeah, the season's real. It's it's just not in a good place. And like on top of that, like you get these people have been in their house for a while because of COVID and everything else, and they can't go to these weird places and try to make up these weekends, and it's just becoming awkward on top of awkward. And yeah, they're basically stir crazy and just kind of like lashing out all the time at the same bullshit because they, they're they're not in a good place. Yeah, last week I was I was trying to remember Barbara. Barbara, that yeah. they brought in that one season, in which I'm really glad she didn't stick. But no, uh, they haven't had a real good track record of bringing people people in. I I thought Heather Thompson was going to be involved more this season. She's listed as friend on on yeah, on friend the season. So maybe there's more of her to come. Probably, I don't I feel know. Like we're still fairly early in the season. I don't know that for a fact. no. We've it's just we're getting ha- we're at halfway. They just had the mid mid season trailer come out. So, okay, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'm looking. There's, it's we're even past halfway. I think we just saw episode nine. Yeah, we saw episode ten. I think there's thirteen in a season. No, no, there's more. There's okay. longer. These are longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if the season's gonna get bring us much more. Just hope that Beverly Hills keeps rolling. I did happen to watch Potomac though, which I don't watch much Potomac. Bethany and her, all of her friends keep saying like Potomac's probably the best one of them all right now and has been for about a year or so just because of the cast. Better did Jersey. watch did watch a couple episodes, mostly the set first episode, some of the second episode. Compared to New York, it's fucking night and day, man. The Potomac's definitely way more interesting and <laughs> it's definitely more entertaining for sure. Um, I've so. I've never seen that show. I don't know who any of the cast members are. Yeah, honestly, it's probably quietly the most popular one without being the without being Beverly Hills in New York that are like the biggest ones, I guess. So, I feel like Atlanta's the highest rated one, or at least it used to be. It, Atlanta's big up there too. It really is. But I guess Potomac is the one everyone's like, yeah, it's probably the best one. And it's like good cast, good stories, interesting people, but like it doesn't have the gloss and glam of Beverly Hills in New York. And then it doesn't have like the boldness of, of Atlanta. For me, my favorite is is Jersey. I that's the one that I like it's get excited strong. to watch. Yeah, uh, I got lucky and came back into it when it was was on its second ascent um, after it valid out there for a few seasons. Um, I mean, no question, my sweet spot is is the below deck Shaw's Summer House Vanderpump Southern Charm uh, realm on Bravo. But hey, yeah. equal opportunity. I like it all. Just, yeah. I don't have time for all the housewives. I, <laughs> no, I, I gotta, gotta, gotta have some some boundaries somewhere, and I think that boundary is going to be cutting off Love Island here when the Olympics starts because yeah. it ain't real good. Um, I'm watching it. No, and I sit there watching and go, this isn't very good. Maybe I should be watching something else in this hour of time that I'm watching this. Although it's no. good for doing other things while you're watching TV. Yeah. I don't have totally. to pay attention. Well, you know, I watch my shows week to week, so <laughs> I'm not jumping ahead for shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Love Island is five nights a week. And one of those nights is two hours. So it's six hours a week. No, thanks. Uh, I do want to say the new season of Married at First Sight has begun. Um, it's in Houston this time. So, uh, so that's 
it's always a it's it's definitely a little longer it's a two hour a week episode but um pretty solid show in general so well lockup i i'm enjoying i i don't know if i've seen the most recent lockup but like oh it's 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 on its ascension for sure it's getting it's getting funky i like i'm drawing a book the the little short girl i think rachel is her name and who oh, yeah. been watching yeah. after Doug's like eleven year old yeah. son, Dougie. <laughs> I'm just like you're what a what a yeah. person you are. Yeah, this is her second time dating someone out of prison too, so she's good at this. And she's oh. an engineer. She has a real job, owns her own house, drives a Cadillac. Yeah, has money. She's good to go. And then there's a another guy. I think it might be Jeffrey. And. There's always one on every season. I feel like that's like understands like I am not going back to prison. <laughs> like I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna do. And he seems to be the one this season. Like I am going to do this right. Uh, and and then there's a, a the the one poor guy that the girl doesn't want anything to do with him. Uh, Deontay, Dante, yeah. Deontay. I feel so bad for him. Like that girl doesn't want anything to do with him. No, no. And he yep. seems like such a nice guy and has his stuff together. Yep. This is what happens. Why it's love after lockup. I really enjoy the show. Uh, as much as I, I dog the 90 day, which I still don't like. I love this one. This one's good stuff. <laughs> it's, I it's realize it's really similar. It's the trash. really similar. But I love it's, it. it. It's not similar. 90 day, 90 day is not even near the trashiness of this one. This is so terrible. Yeah, this I is the like, lowest. I feel denominator. like the, the mind trick in the relationship is it's similar in some regards between the two. I mean, uh, it just you're talking about a different class of people with these two shows. <laughs> same yeah, same hey, production company. We're talking about production. the real deal. Why yeah. you dressed up like a pickle? Because I'm, yeah. I'm a big deal. Yeah. Oh, uh, but some of these people. there's no co- there's no like commitment to these people. Is that some of you're like, oh man, I want to like you, you don't want to hang out with these people, you don't want to know these people, you just want to watch these people. Escapist, <laughs> yeah, very much so. It, yeah. it, Matt Matt it, Sharp knows what he's doing. Doesn't feel all that different than watching Rock of Love back in the day. <laughs> you aren't wrong. You're not, uh, I'm like, so. oh, this feels really trashy, and I love it. Yeah. Anything else uh, before we get out of here? Nope. But you can follow us on Twitter at After Reality Pod. Like the After Reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at After Reality Podcast. Subscribe wherever you download this podcast. Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. Check out our website, AfterRealityPodcast.com. You can find me at iFillOver45 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley, or you can find at Fantasy4Reality that we talked about a little while ago on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, great stuff. The mixed bag was was full to the brim. Uh, lots of good good things going on. We're going to add in the original reality television sports and the original sports, the Olympics, on top of all of it. And uh, if you you haven't checked it out, check out the Bachelorette Pod this week over on the Bachelor Nation Pod. And Bachelor in Paradise is coming soon. It is going to be a great summer. Go out there, seize the day, have fun, be safe. We'll see you next time. Adios.